0: So sit down and let's get started. All right, guys, it's Rachel Feldman. I am so excited that you're here for today's episode. We are going to talk discovery calls. So prep yourself because this week is part one and we are going to do part two next week. Why am I diving into this? And why should you listen to this episode? I can't tell you how many coaches... Tell me that they have struggled to convert somebody because they are doing an hour long discovery call or two, that they are struggling to convert their ideal client because they don't know how to set up their discovery call process for success. If you are in either one of those categories, be honest with yourself and then take a deep breath, Mm. taking a deep breath. We're going to put some essential oils on, we're going to suck down some CBD oil, and then we're going to get our jam on and debunk this whole discovery called process, and then sharing what ended up working for me and how I increased my conversion rates and something that I wish Everyone would do, and I'm hoping by the end of this training, you're gonna do this. So, with that being said, let me share my screen for any of you who are seeing this on our YouTube channel. And if you haven't gone on to our YouTube channel, please make sure that you do so you stay in the know of all the content that we put out and key tips and strategies that would definitely be helpful for you. So let's talk about the purpose of a discovery call first. It's to determine if you're a good fit for the client and if they're a good fit for you. The word discovery. Now, many of you, before we go on to step number one of determining how much time you're going to commit on that discovery call, I want you to start to do some market research and ask you know, people, do you know what a discovery call is? Do you Know what a strategy call is, or do you just know? Hey, book a session and let's see if we're right for each other. Start thinking about the words that may be more beneficial for you as far as clarity between you and your potential client. Furthermore, even on your scheduler, you can add a tip and a note that actually says the purpose of this call, and you're going to set the stage for healthy boundaries. The purpose of this call is to see if we're a good fit for my programs and my packages. By you declaring that one, you set the intention for this is a call that's going to a paid offer. Number two, by being extremely clear in your offers, you're also going to know how to position your discovery call based on some of the questions that you are going to ask to pre-qualify your ideal client. And you might be saying, but Rage... I don't have those questions. I know you're in paralysis like every other coaches. We know how to say what we do, but asking these high value open-ended questions, we usually feel what? Thinker's block or writer's block. So be honest in what category you're in as well. So. Let's first decide this discovery call what am I what is the goal and the purpose is this for a discovery call for marketing research to be able to you know test out the key messages to my ideal client am I using this discovery call to lead to a self-paced program a retreat a high ticket mastermind high-ticket of intensive one-on-one, a low-cost offer, a group, a membership. Remember, discovery calls are so that you build more trust with your potential client. There is, of course and you will hear boatloads from every guru out there that automation is everything. Automation does not replace human contact, my friends. And so please remember, especially in the beginning, where if you're having trouble converting people in the online space, take a step back and say, what would I need to solidify my trust to make this purchase, whether it's $19 or 9997 Think about that trust building and, as I mentioned before, be super clear in the intention for that discovery call and start to even play out what that discovery call would look like with your potential client. So now we're gonna go into the steps because you're already thinking about the goal of your discovery call. You're thinking about your ideal client's pain points. And of course, we're gonna talk about questions that you can actually ask, maybe on like a pre-qualifying form. So now we're gonna get into the steps because you're thinking like a wellness entrepreneur. Step one. Steps to the discovery call in a a way that converts, which is, of course, success. Determine how much time you're willing to commit to that discovery call. Is it 15 minutes? Can you do for an hour? Is it 20 minutes, three an hour? 30 minutes to an hour? 45 minutes, one an hour with a 15-minute buffer? Two to three hours without a buffer? I want you to think about your style of communicating with your ideal client. I can guarantee that you can get massive clarity in 15, maximum 20 minutes when you are asking the right pre-qualifying questions before your ideal client is getting to that call. Secondly, I always encourage my clients, people who buy, you guys who buy are done for you programs, are done for you freebies, are done for you quizzes that are coming out right on March 18th of 2021 to look at these open-ended questions and even be able to dive into your guide on some of the problems and the pain points. Our detox even has a baseline quiz, a toxin quiz that you can use in your list building, but most importantly, in pre-qualifying people so that you have clarity in. What level of problems is this person coming to you with? So keep this in mind. You're thinking about the amount of time. What's going to ensure the 15 to 20-minute call is effective? It's going to ensure if you actually know the information that you need from this person who's getting on the phone with you. You're also going to have a clear indication if this person doesn't fill out the form, I'm not sure how committed they are. Yes. People are busy, but if you can't find that time, it's usually a little signal that you're not ready. And trust me, I've been in that person's shoes and it's not just ready because you're not in pain. It's sometimes past trauma, past failures where you're working with somebody. And that's why it's always great to ask a question. Have you ever worked with anybody? Did you have success? Did you have failure? What worked? What didn't work? Are you hesitant to sign up with somebody? And why? Because in this discovery call, we're going to go over seeing if we have a good relationship and then if we can move forward in this journey. Make sure that you are clear on what you want to ask during that call. But most importantly, listen and take notes. One of the strategies I learned working for corporate and commercial real estate, an amazing company called Marcus and Milchap, is you have to keep notes on your calls. So I was taught many years ago by the manager of the office, Jeff Elgott, to keep detailed notes on calls. These days, of course, you can record with Zoom. You could record with Skype. You can record on so many different platforms. And... For Apple iPhones, there are so many different recording platforms that you can do for a call. And you can even say to that person, of course, full disclosure, I'm recording this so I can reference back to our initial first discovery call to see if I missed anything. Just remember, short calls may not be appropriate if it's an extremely high ticket offer and that could even be for some of you you know 1500 a month 2500 a month 5000 for the month 30000 for the year 10000 for the year a retreat you may need to carve out 30 to 45 minute sessions if this person is enrolling in a package that does require more of that vip attention I would say from personal experience before we move on to step number two is I found in the beginning I needed to get people on the phone, but I will tell you that always ensured a conversion to a paid offer because I would listen, I would step into their shoes. As I was listening, I would start to think within my offers in my single session, which is more like that clinic, you know, 60 minute that our clients are used to when they go to a doctor or a specialist or who's right for my 30, who's right for my three months, what different problems come up for, you know, for my ideal clients and and what are these common themes? And once I started looking at people based on their problems, I could then say with confidence, yeah, 60 minute session, we can totally get... One to three problems addressed and give you a jump start. But this isn't going to ensure that coaching accountability going to be about have this one session my 30 day i knew this was great for somebody that maybe was a little jaded they were scared to sign up for a three or a longer commitment because something had either happened or they were like me had a boatload and myriad of issues and been in and out of doctors offices hospitals specialists and just were a lack of faith that anything was going to be able to work and the last is always thinking with my different offers, what was realistic? So I wasn't over promising. I wasn't putting myself in a place that I did early in the beginning where I didn't hold confidence and clarity on what my signature offers were. So then if somebody said they didn't want to do one-on-one coaching, I immediately would have that down-sell offer. And down-sell means, of course, it's a lower cost. And that's a great fit for people who may not be fully ready or really don't have the money. Plus, buyer psychology, think you have some people who love to work one-on-one and then you have some people who really just love groups. I call this like the CrossFitter. They get fired of being in group workouts where the marathon runner, Likes to have a little more of that individuality. That might be a self paced. And then, of course, you have the person who is coming to you for that one on one. And that's like the person who's working with a trainer. I hope that helps because I think I've explained this in about a hundred different ways, the different personalities, but. This is probably the first time I relate it to something in the health field. So start to think the type of people you attract and also how do you like to work with people? If groups really fire you up and get you super pumped for the vision that you have for your wellness business, then that's your core offer. Maybe you're doing a 90-day or two-month signature program, and your downsell is a self-paced program or it's a master class. Or maybe you have a high-ticket, yearly-long working with you, and your lower-cost option is to go into a membership. If you're, of course, working with somebody and your higher ticket is your three months, then a lower cost option for them to get a taste of what it would be like to work with you, the downsell would be a single session. And the upsell, of course, at the end of that session would be, wow, this has really been amazing. Did you feel this? Did you get value? Because I know you said no to working with me for 30 days, but I really think we can take that next step, which would look like one, two, three, four, five. And you'll have clarity on that because you'll know what that offer looks like and what that package includes. That's why it's always really important to know what your irresistible offers are, because You can have flexibility on a discovery call. And that means if they are the right client for you, they will work with you in some capacity. Just may take a little longer on the trust building wheel. So pre-screening, the purpose of pre-screening is twofold. Remember, we're getting that information, but we also want to evoke those questions for a person to start asking themselves before they get on that call with us because we want that person ready. Here's some good qualifying questions. Have you worked with a coach before? When was the last time you felt well? You're going to get your ideal client to go back. And you can even say, did you feel great 20 years ago? 15, 10, 5. You can also, of course, ask, have you been diagnosed with a specific condition? Tell me about your current diet. Attach what you typically eat in a day. And then you can ask questions specifically to your target market, such as saying something to the effect, do you have chronic, you know, do you have chronic acid reflux? Do you have sleep issues? Do you have skin issues? do you have low libido? Have you had unexplained weight gain, unexplained weight loss? These would be ones niched for gut. And of course you can get even more specific if you deal with environmental toxins or fungus or yeast or parasitic infections, or if you're a habits coach, you can get more specific and like, what is your night look like? What is your daily routine? And that's why it's really cool to go into our programs. When you buy a program from us, It will often have a series of questions in that guide, like, are you struggling with? And so you can go right into that content or even a PowerPoint that we have because it often shows you signs of imbalance. So remember, the content you buy from us also becomes your marketing kit, even if you're not building your business online. Remember, we are using visibility of the digital space to be able to get clients to either a one-on-one or to work with us offline in a group or online in a group, or to work with us offline to come to a workshop or offline to do a three-month program. So remember, it's important to know those questions, of course. Then you want to think of what are the top like 10, 15 problems? And then write that down. If you're a thyroid coach, fertility, pregnancy, menstruation, if you're a ketogenic coach, what are the obstacles and some of the problems that maybe you felt or you experienced, or you think your ideal experience is like on the ketogenic diet? Start asking these questions that set the stage for this person seeing You, as the person that can help them actually stay on a ketogenic diet, or for this person who feels AIP is too hard, or for this person that doesn't even know what's going on with them, can you ask them questions about their exhaustion levels, their spiritual, you know, what's happening, or their mental health? Again, we're not making claims, we're asking questions. And I want to just show you an example of quizzes that we're releasing. I want to show you one on the stress. These questions that we put on the stress quiz are, do you have a regular sleep cycle? Do you often feel tired? Do you tend to have an energy crash in the afternoon? Do you get frequent headaches? And even more questions. Okay. So you're going to make your very specific categories and think about on this question, this form that you are either putting into practice better, or you could even do this on a jot form, a Google form. There are so many different ways that you can ask these questions. You can even include it in your schedule once acuity. It's very, very simple. And there is no excuse for not doing it. So remember... We're talking about the discovery call questions, and then scheduling the call. Make sure that you're doing this on a day where you're in the mode of discovery calls. Also, think about when you're actually at your best. Like, is it morning? For me, I always did discovery calls on a certain day. I blocked out two days for discovery calls so that I had another day for follow-up, another day for content creation so that I didn't get overwhelmed and then, of course, quit on my dream. So... If you're doing it, of course, on the weekends, because you work a nine to five or on the night, just make sure that you're creating those boundaries. I did not do that, despite my first coach, Cora Powage, telling me to do it. But what I found is that it made me feel overwhelmed. And so to have a successful business, it's also creating a process that you can not only duplicate, but that it creates consistency for you. In addition to it creating consistency for you, think about when are those times for your target market. If you're working with people nine to five, it may be the night or really early in the morning. When are people available? Is it hard for people to schedule with you? If it's really hard and they can't find any dates and it's a huge long process, they're not going to, of course, convert to that call. But what we're talking about, and I just want to remind you, are those pre-qualifying questions. You can even give somebody a little homework in that pre-qualifying questions, like, thanks for answering this. And then click here to schedule. And the follow-up schedule could actually have a video that says, you know, This is how I want you to prep yourself before our call. This is what we're going to be discussing. And then you are further setting yourself up for success to have conversion. Cuity, time trade, Calendly, Schedule 1. And don't be afraid to go what we call old school. And that means I'm just going to stop sharing for a second and tell you a personal story that happened to me in... It helps shape how I do business. Remember, not every business coach, not every person in the world, not every strategist has everything documented. And so a lot of what I share or other people that you admire and that you like their style is because they're sharing stories that happened. And we didn't learn this from anywhere. We learned this from doing our due diligence and signing up for discovery calls and seeing people's processes, not stealing, but seeing what feels right for you and what further enhances the conversion. Many, many years ago, in the beginning stages of my business, There was a very nice gentleman, a Jewish grandfather that reached out and I smiled because he actually, when he reached out, he's like, you look like such a nice Jewish girl and I really want to hire you because I have all these gut issues. My wife has ulcerative colitis. I see that you had that, but I can't figure out how to sign up with a call. I I see the scheduler, but I just want to talk to somebody. So he sent me this via my scheduler. And after, when of course we got on the phone, because he did go through the process, he said, you know, I would have just called you. And I think, you know, if you're working with people that may be really busy or just extremely overwhelmed, you know, sometimes it's a really good thing to put an email right there or even a phone number. Now, I'm not telling you, you have to give out your personal number. Truth is, this phone is business, personal or not. People can always leave messages, and then I have the choice to call them back. But what it taught me is everyone operates in a different way. And so to make it visible on my contact page where my scheduler was, it can say, you know, please follow to sign up for sign up for a call and to answer the question so we know if we're a right fit. You can say that right on the page, but you can also say right under if you need immediate response or if you have some questions, you know, feel free to email me here or leave a message. You know, here's my phone. There are tons of different phones that you can get, phone numbers, where people, where it doesn't have to be your own phone. And so what that taught me eight and a half years ago and keep in mind, I'm 10 years in business. So I would say, even though I'm not health coaching anymore, I had to make decision whether to go Full throttle with the done for you programs, which we started selling in year three of my business, I've had a sustainable business. And that's really important to know. And a lot of that is because of my VIP connection with people. And I do make myself available. I'm not saying that you have to do it like me. That's what works for me. And that's also the kind of treatment that I got from the people who I hired and worked with. That was an important part for a person like myself with a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, multifaceted health issues. But what that gentleman taught me, and he, they did hire me, <laughs> is that I need to make it really simple for people to be able to schedule. Okay. Now, of course, we're back to the steps. We are now on step four. So you must prepare. And this means you're going to take down, of course, notes that that person from their pre-qualifying questionnaire. For those of you who are buying our quiz protocol kit, that quiz can be immediately put right into your pre-qualifying question form. They can, of course, land on another page that says, before we hop on our discovery call, watch this first. But you do need to prepare mentally for looking at some of the questions that that person answered. You may even want to say on your form as a boundary for yourself, here, fill out this form and schedule 48 hours from this initial form coming in. You can also, of course, if you see that somebody scheduled on your calendar and they didn't fill out the form, you can email them. Doesn't take a lot. Just say, email. I see that... You signed up for a call, but you didn't fill this form out. I'm going to push our call for 24 hours. You know, if you want me to drop the questions right here, we can get started and then I can add them. Let's make sure we are a really good fit. Remember, you got to find your jam, you got to find that in between part that feels heart aligned with you, but also boundaries to avoid that adrenal burnout and the hustle zone, which look, I say good things come to those that hustle. That for me means that you are showing up without fear. That's the hard work. But then comes a the time where we have to hold space and boundaries because we've, we've tried something, we see what works, and we've instituted it. And that's when I call it the healthy hustle, AKA exactly the line that you see in this podcast, the healthy hustle. So think about the problems. Think about what category this person falls in, what offer would be the best, and then show up with that confidence, knowing that this irresistible package A is what this person needs, but you're going to listen, you're going to be able to have a conversation with the person and you know, hear from them if that feels right, if there's a money issue, whether are the objections, so that you can always then, without feeling overwhelmed, really talk about a lower cost, also known as do it, a downsell offer. One could be a self paced do it yourself, it could be a master class that you sell with a mini program, it could be a membership, it could be coming to a workshop a month for, you know, and that person gets a workshop, the class, handouts, all this, you know, different material. So just always remember, have kind of a game plan before you get on that call. And because you prep for that call, you can then be in the intuitive flow, which is the very feminine flow. And each one of us have that masculine and feminine. The feminine is when we're really like listening and we're connected heart to heart with that person. And so you can really think of what is the best offer for them. And this is something not just in this business, but in my commercial real estate business made me highly successful hitting six figures in like my first year and a half, which for a chick (laughs) in the commercial real estate business, I would say that's a pretty amazing thing. And that was simply because I really always thought of my clients. I knew the money would come when I was really aligned with what was right for them. Structure of the call. What do you need to know about that person? What do they need to know about working with you? Ask questions that show you understand the person's pain points, such as fatigue is one of the biggest issues I've seen with leaky gut or Hashimoto's. Do you struggle with fatigue? I know that people who have blood sugar imbalances, such as myself, when I was told, wow, you've got this blood sugar imbalance and you've got gut issues, I know that I didn't understand it. Do you suffer with chronic cravings? Do you find that you eat and you're tired right after or that you need to crave something sweet? Ask very specific questions so that you get yourself into a conversation. And then guys, we will actually save this next step, which is really getting into the script and flow because that was pretty much the prepare. And then we did move into the segue of next week's episode, which is the structure, the script, what you're going to say, how do you open it? How do you position? What are the big problems? What are the big wake up problems? And really starting to understand how that call needs to be positioned for them to say yes, for you to make it a no-brainer, but also to stand that flexibility so that you don't sound like a robot. I'm here to help you heal your gut. <laughs> we don't want to sound like a robot. Remember, people buy people, then they buy the product. And it's something that we often forget about. I am all about automation. I am all about signature processes and, Signature funnels and your signature system. But one thing I also do know is that sometimes, especially in the beginning as we're doing our confidence push ups, it does take time going through the steps. We just have to do it, we have to do it scared. There's not this one perfect script that works for anybody. Even if you do get a script, you have to personalize that to fit your ideal client. So just like you practiced in school, or maybe you're listening to this and you're still in school, you have to practice this in the same way you have to practice a webinar in the same way you have to practice a presentation, in the same way you have to practice your elevator speech. You have to practice to come to the place of really perfecting your signature flow in the discovery call process. So make sure to stay tuned for next week. Your homework is this write down those questions. Start asking people, what are their biggest problems? Find 10 people that fit your ideal client avatar and interview them. Get super clear. Do this market research. It will allow you to convert without feeling massively overwhelmed with the marketing stuff. And with that being said, to the healthy hustle, love from my office to yours. And I hope this gave you some inspiration and understanding that doesn't always come in a pretty package. We have to make that. That's what being a business owner is about. So put yourself in your client's shoes, have empathy, have heart, have soul, know your offerings. And that discovery call process will be even better because you will be able to start to really understand where each person's problems fit in to your signature offers in your offer suite. With that being said, guys, can't wait to hear the feedback. If you have a friend, of course, that would benefit from this, share it. And with that being said, make sure you follow us on YouTube and Instagram and stories and all that so that I can share more behind the scenes of what it's really like. And so to give you a little pat on the back and be like, girl, dude, you ain't alone. So with that being said, I'm gonna peace out. I will see you later. Hasta luego, my friends. Bye. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you Take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.